In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's readings from the book of Samuel speaks about God's plan for King David and for his people Israel. A plan which includes the coming of an heir whose kingdom shall endure forever. Obviously, a reference to the coming of the Messiah. <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to watch the sight and sound performance of King David. The show did a great job of telling the story of King David and his calling, his vocation. And if you've not gone to one of those shows, I highly recommend that you do so. King David's story teaches us some important lessons that are worth our reflection as we prepare to celebrate Christmas. The first lesson is this. Saints and prophets make mistakes. God described David as a man after his own heart. And yet, this great saint was mistaken even in his pious, unselfish, and well-intentioned desire to build God's temple. Even the prophet Nathan was also mistaken in his initial approval of David's plan. But God corrected Nathan, and through him, he corrected David. You might also remember how David not only made some serious mistakes, but he even committed two great sins of adultery and murder. He committed ad the adultery with Bathsheba. And when he found out that she was pregnant with his child, he conspired to have her husband Uriah murdered in the field of battle. And despite the fact that David repented of his sins, he nonetheless suffered their serious consequences. Here's the point. Saints are not infallible. They're not perfect. Even good and well-intentioned people make mistakes. You and I make mistakes, and sometimes we too commit serious sins like King David. But like King David, we always have to remember that God's mercy and forgiveness is never far from us. Yes, we might have to fall flat on our faces sometimes and endure suffering and disappointments because of our mistakes and our own sins. Sometimes our sins can be so great, even after we have repented, that we might not fully recover from it until we finally see the Lord face to face. But God also permits suffering and disappointments to come in our lives to teach us and to help us grow, to humble and to help us recognize that all of us are in need of God's mercy and forgiveness. If we've never had to endure hardships and trials in this life, we may have no need for God. And we might start to think that we can be sufficient on our own. A second related lesson from our scripture reading today is this. God always has a good reason for correcting us. 
for sometimes saying no to us or for not answering our prayers or desires as we think we should. Sometimes God reveals to us His reasons as He did to King David. But sometimes God does not. Like a parent who may have had to say no to their children and not always give an explanation. Or even when the explanation is not accepted or understood, we too have to be prepared to trust in the Lord when He says no and when we do not understand the reasons. But what we do, what we do know is this. God can be trusted. We know that God is incapable of deceiving, nor can He deceive. Therefore, we can and should trust God's reasons, even when we do not know and understand what they are. And the last lesson is this, and we learn this from God's promise to David. There is more to life, there is more to this life, than this life. God promised to, to be with David's descendants forever. He promised an heir after him and a kingdom that will endure forever. God's promise, however, was not literal. We know that now. It was not a promise for a political or a military dynasty. It was not a promise for an enduring territory. The influence of David's family eventually decreased. His kingdom eventually became divided and was conquered numerous times. No, God's promise may not have been literal, but they were better. David's dynasty now forever lives through Christ, who is the true king, not just of Israel, but of the entire universe. And his kingdom is not just of this world or a patch of territory, but the people of God. And the people of God on this earth and in heaven. So yes, things are not merely as they seem. There is more. There is more to this life than this life on earth. And there is more to death than death. There is the resurrection and the gift of eternal life. Reality is more than what appears. As Shakespeare wrote in Hamlet, there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.